0: As I prepared for our weekend liturgy, I continually was fascinated with the opening prayer, the collect of today's Mass, which came right before the first reading. Listen to it again. O God, who showed the light of your truth to those who go astray, so that they may return to the right path, give all who, for the faith they profess, are accounted Christians the grace to reject whatever is contrary to the name of Christ and to strive to do and strive after all that does it honor. Now, I was fascinated with this prayer for two reasons. The first was, that was one sentence. It was very long. In fact, 55 words with a lot of commas. Now, as a person who writes a lot for online periodicals or academic journals, a person who has had his writing subjected to editors who complain about my verboseness and uh, use of commas, I can say that I probably haven't written a sentence that long or with as many commas. But more importantly, the prayer, I think, captures the essence of what's going on in our first reading, our second, and our gospel today. If there was a common theme, I'd propose that it's repentance, that it's God's mercy. It's very straightforward in our reading from from our prophet Amos today. Amos goes and he calls people to repentance. And as we heard, his message was rejected. They wanted to send him away. And his response was, but God has called me to do this, to call for repentance and conversion of heart. The prophet, who speaks the desire of God, desires for people to experience God's mercy. In our second reading today, St. Paul tells us that in Christ we have redemption, the forgiveness of our sins, in accord with the graces that the Lord wishes to lavish upon us. Jesus has come to forgive us and to give us many graces. And in our gospel, After the apostles go out two by two, the evangelist Mark tells us that they preached repentance as they cast out demons and cured the sick, but they preached repentance. This is, of course, the most ancient message in our biblical tradition. It goes all the way back to the first book of the Bible, to the book of Genesis, when Adam and Eve eat the fruit of the forbidden tree. And then they cower in hiding from God. They know that they've done wrong. And they know that they need to repent. Repentance for when Cain killed his brother Abel. Because his sacrifice was more pleasing in the sight of God. Repentance for a world marred by sin that God flooded it. In order to bring about regeneration. Repentance for the times that the 12 sons of Jacob, the 12 sons of Israel, sold their brother Joseph into slavery, and then at the end of his life, being able to be forgiven by him. Repentance for St. Peter, who denied the Lord three times, but is given the opportunity to confess his love threefold times to the Lord after the resurrection. Repentance was the message of John the Baptist, it was the very first words of Jesus in his public ministry, repent and believe in the gospel. And it's the message that Mary continues to give in her various apparitions throughout the world, in Lourdes, and Fatima, in our own diocese, in Champion, calling people to return to the sacraments, to return to loving God with their whole mind, heart, and soul. God desires for us to repent, It's why he raises up prophets to proclaim this message. It's why we read the words of Amos still today. Our scriptures contain writings from four major prophets and 12 minor prophets, and their message across the board is the same. And why is that? It's because our human condition is prone to sin, that we wish to go on separate paths than the paths of God, and then we have to return back prompted by another's voice, prompted by the words we hear from our Lord in the Gospels, prompted to repent of all that we do. So recall the opening prayer. O God, you who show the light of your truth to those who go astray, so that they may return to the right path. God wants to show each and every one of us that path of truth, to reveal it to us, so that we can be right with him again on the right path. In our world today, God calls people to proclaim this message, calls people like you and me. And in our world, God has called men to follow in the priesthood, to follow in the footsteps of the apostles, to send them out, giving them authority over unclean spirits, to preach repentance and to forgive their sins. In our own lives, there are probably times that we've walked down a path that, and we weren't guided by the ways of God. It's when, we, it's when we decide that Sunday Mass isn't a priority on some certain weekend and can simply be negotiated away. It's infidelity in marital relationships either with another person or virtually through the Internet. It's when we gossip and speak uncharitably about others or grow impatient with our family or our friends and become angry. But when we go astray, God wants us to come back onto the right path. And in our church, He's given us the sacrament of penance, the sacrament of confession, of reconciliation to do just that. He wants us to have a new beginning. So as the apostles go out and they preach repentance, I'd offer three ways in our own lives that we can repent. The first is to repent immediately. If we've done something in our lives, if we know in the heat of the moment that we took the name of the Lord in vain, if we told a lie, if we did whatever we did, to say to the Lord, Lord, I'm sorry for having offended you if you've taken the name of the Lord. Turn that malediction into a benediction to bless the name of God rather than to curse it. If you become hot-tempered, apologize to whoever it was. Repent immediately, and secondly then, go to the sacrament of confession. The precepts of the church dictate that we should go once a year, but we can go more often. And if it's been longer than a year, if it's been more than that, feel free to come. The church wishes to absolve you of your sins. The priest is there waiting to hear and to restore each one of us to God's graces. Whatever is unclean in your life, God wants to forgive it. Otherwise, he wouldn't continue to call people over the years to preach this message because God knows our human condition and that we continue to fall. And thirdly, come to Mass every weekend. The Mass gives us opportunities to repent each and every time we come together. It was there right at the beginning of Mass. Brothers and sisters, let us acknowledge our sins and so prepare ourselves to celebrate these sacred mysteries. In a few moments after the consecration, we'll have an opportunity to pray together the Our Father, in which we pray, forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. The sincere desire of our heart to repent is right there in the liturgy. And thirdly, not only will we repent, but we'll ask God for healing. As we say, Lord, I'm not worthy that you should enter under my roof, but only say the word and my soul shall be healed. Once we are on the right path, once we're on God's path, then the second part of this opening prayer can finally be actualized. It goes, give all who for the faith they profess are accounted Christians the grace to reject whatever is contrary to the name of Christ and to strive after all that does it honor. So once we get on the right path, never to stray from it again, to always want to remain in the graces of God, to reject whatever is contrary to Christ's name. In the sacraments, in confession, at Mass, in our own prayer, God gives these graces to do good and to avoid evil. So this should be our aim in our lives. At the end of this Mass, you'll be dismissed in the following way. Go in peace, glorifying the Lord by your life. Now, these aren't empty words. They mean something. They're not just, you know, sayonara, we're leaving Mass now. But truly, it's a commission to go out into the world and to be different people because you've encountered our God in word and in sacrament. Like the disciples, then, you'll be sent out two by two. And then you'll glorify God in your lives. You'll be his presence in our world that wants and yearns to know the Lord. And then you'll become a messenger of the most ancient message of our tradition, that of repentance.
1: Let us now profess our faith in our merciful and with God. I believe in the one God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, of all things visible and invisible. I believe in the one Lord Jesus Christ, the only begotten Son of God, born of the Father before all ages, God from God, light from light, true God from true God, made God and not made. Consubstantial with the Father, through him all things were made. For us men, and for our salvation, he came down from heaven. Another Holy Spirit, was incarnate of the Virgin Mary, and he became man. For our sake, was crucified under Pontius Pilate. He suffered death and was buried, and rose again on the third day, in accordance with the Scriptures. He ascended into heaven. Glory to for the and the day, and no I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Lord and your God, who proceeds from the Father and the Son, who with the Father and the Son is adored and glorified, who has spoken to the prophets. I believe in one holy Catholic and
0: And forward to the resurrection of the dead and the life of the world to come. Amen. As the gathered community of God's people, let us now present the needs of the church to our God who wishes to hear and answer us.
1: For the church, as it continues to be steadfast in proclaiming the call to repentance, we pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. For the nations of the world, for dedicated leaders who call all people to justice and peace we pray to the Lord. Lord,
0: hear our
1: prayer. For those who are homeless or unemployed, for immigrants and refugees, and for those who work to provide for their needs, we pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. For farmers, gardeners, and all who work and care for the land, we pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. For those who have died, for Nancy Stanky, and especially remembering Lester and Catherine Brennan, for all the needs written in our parish book of intentions, and for our sister parish in Irwin, Tennessee, we pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. For increasing vocations the priesthood and the consecrated life, for holy families from which these vocations will
0: arise, we pray to the Lord. Lord, Lord. hear our prayer. They incline your ear, O merciful God, to the prayers of your church. Answer them when they are accord with your will through the powerful intercession of Mary, in the Queen of Heaven. All the saints, through Christ our Lord. Amen. Please join us in the 376.